Welcome to my Soul Life podcast and our Soul Life conversations. I'm your host, Susan Scollin, and in these episodes, I'll be here supporting and guiding you as we open up and explore who we truly are to live our soul life now. See you inside. A quick reminder for you that all the information shared in this podcast is my experience and the experience of my guest. It's not medical or mental health advice, diagnosis or treatment, and I'd encourage you to seek professional advice where needed. Hello everyone and welcome to our third soul conversation. We're diving into this space and and lighting up our own lives um, and taking it from a holistic approach. So looking at all areas of our life, not just health um, or nutrition or or, and what we eat, but at every area of our life. And in the last episode, I talked about the first step potentially being the slowdown. And if If you had have told me this was the first step, I would have said, no, 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 no. We we need to move forward. We need to push forward. And that was me sort of two years ago, three years ago, four years ago, five years ago. And it was at the beginning of last year that my body uh, or my intuition, should I say, was starting to tell me to slow down. And I was like, but that's counterintuitive to moving forward. That's counterintuitive to growth. But it's actually not. And it's been such an interesting year where I've achieved so much um, last year, so in 2021, and I've achieved so much so far in 2022. I have some exciting news about Project 22, which is going to come through um, in, I don't know, at some point we will do another podcast episode and I will get all the um, the links, like the chapters and stuff like that up to date on my website. But it's it's proof, right? It's the evidence that we've been looking for that this is possible when we slow down and start looking and cultivating our life on purpose um, around what we can actually achieve. And I've done this many times throughout my life and I bet you have too. Like you've set yourself goals and you've achieved them. Um, And for me, I found that goals are more about doing so doing and being. So there's a balance between the two. So there's the doing side. I, I'm going to, you know, run a 5k uh, fun run. So what do I need to do to prepare for that? <clears throat> and a lot of that has always been um, getting out and running. And the other side, it's not just the physical, it's the mental where it says, oh, we don't need to run today. Why are we running today? Like, let's stop running today. <laughs> that conversation that I would always have with myself. So <clears throat> when I say you know, we've been doing this, you and I have been doing this for a long time. We can lose sight of that and think that we haven't been. And it's been really eye-opening for a couple of um, clients recently who have been going through some challenges and, excuse me, (coughs) and I just asked them, you know, what if you, what if we look back on where you have had this issue before in life and how you move through it. And they were like, and it's not exactly the same issue, it's just where have you dealt with perhaps this pressure or where have you dealt with a situation that hasn't been great and what have, what have you done to do it? And when they look back, they go, oh, oh, I have done this before and this is how I move through it. And, oh, my gosh, I can tap into that. Like I can tap into those emotions and those feelings of before of, of me achieving what I wanted to achieve and then move forward from that space. And I can, as I said, take that with me. So there's almost like our brain tells us, oh, well, this is going to be too hard. We can't do it. When in reality, we've already done it in another area of our life. So let's tap back to that and let's take that forward. 
you know, when we slow down, we can see what's right in front of us. And it's been there the whole time. This is the frustrating part is like, it's almost like we're on this search for whatever we want to achieve. Okay. So maybe for me, it's been in my business space that I want to achieve, you know, greatness. And what does that greatness look like? And unpacking all of that and feeling like it's actually outside of me. When I start to look around my office and the room that I'm in, and some of the notes that I've taken, the whiteboards that are covered in things, the books that I've got over here, everything that I need is right here in front of me. I don't need to go searching for anything else. And what what actually also happens is that people naturally start to come into me. So people start to book appointments with me. I get um, solicited for podcasting interviews, i.e. they want to be on my podcast. Um, a book, a friend was talking about a book and she sent me a couple of the pages and I was just like, oh my gosh, I want to read that. So these things are naturally coming into me because I've slowed down and I can have a look at them. And the opposite is also true because there's other information that's coming through and I can go, no, it's not for now. And I use my emotional solar plex, so my inner authority through human design um, to identify if something's right for me or if something's not right for me and which effectively means for me in the most I sleep on things I don't jump straight in which which I've always been able to do (laughs) I'm good at that because when I can when I respond to things um, they create energy but if I'm responding to the wrong things and I might have energy in the moment I don't have energy long term so I burn out fairly quickly and then I'm kind of like, why did I burn out? What's that about? So it's for me and for us, it's about that slowdown and tuning back into where our intuition talks to us and allowing it to be part of the decision-making process so that we can breathe, we can take this time, we can open up our hearts and we can have a look at what's going on and what's important to us because the trick of all of this is to manage the slowdown in the middle of everything that we've got going on, middle of our work, our family life, our social life, our relationships, you know, um, conversations with our partner or husband or wife, like, and our kids, you know, kids have so many activities of an afternoon, so it's not just the school time, it's the afternoon or weekends and managing that space so that we can create exactly what we want even though we've slowed down in in a particular area of our life. So for me, I'll give you an example. I guess thinking about Project 22, I really slowed down around food, even though I sped up, if that makes sense. So I've been really focused on what I'm eating over the last, uh, since November of last year. So we're heading into, well, we're heading into eight months, aren't we? Um, Things are getting a little bit out of kilter at the moment, but that's okay and I can manage that because I know that I've managed it in the past. And it's not about managing and holding on tight. It's about what do I want to feel. So um, I had some gluten, uh, gluten, some glucose lollies last night and then I felt, oh, I don't feel good. My chest doesn't feel good. My throat doesn't feel good. And I'm like, okay, let's not do that tonight. And how can we manage that? What are those things that I can do? Because it doesn't feel good to me. So if I anchor into that feeling, slow things down, I can come back in and change things. But if we go right back to the start, the purpose of Project 22, if I look at it from a holistic perspective, 
was about creating more energy in my life and has been about creating more energy in my life and is about creating more energy in my life. And so I could have just said, okay, we're going to clean, eat clean. We're going to uh, drink more water. Um, I don't drink soft drinks and I don't drink um, coffee or um, occasionally have tea. So I could have really done it from a let's just do this and exercise, like let's just do those things and not get support. But what's been beautiful is that I slowed it down and went, no, we're going to get some support over this. I'm going to get my bloods done and I can't do that by myself. I have to go and see. Well, first I went and saw a naturopath. She put a prescription together for the bloods. I then went and saw my GP. GP said, yep, here's your bloods. Like, here's your prescription because I could get it free through him, and that was a choice. Um, and then go to get the bloods done, then go back to the GP, then go back to the naturopath. So I could have gone straight from naturopath to bloods, bloods back to naturopath, but I slowed it down even more. Um, and I'm like, that was a bigger decision than just me at the time. Um, and I think some of it was financial, but some of it was a realization that we have time. There is no rush here for me to get these bloods. Um, and so I can get them done and then I can chat to my naturopath about what they actually mean. What are the challenges that I'm facing from a, from within my body, from a blood perspective, you know, the vitamins and minerals and all that sort of stuff. What are the challenges that I'm facing and what can she help with? And, you know, the results have been amazing so far. I have another set of bloods that I will get done um, in July. So I'll go back and see the doctor, um, my GP, and get another script, uh, which would be great towards the end of the month, and then get those bloods done and then have another look at what's going on. But it's not about one and done. It's never been about one and done. It's about, for me this year, those regular check-ins with those people. You know, when in January I felt like I was just, you know, licking the carpet effectively, I was that exhausted. And I then got a con- got contacted by a nutritionist I'd been speaking to and she now did telehealth sessions. So I was like, yes, we need to talk. And the moment that I went in and spoke to her, I said, this is where I think I need to go. And she was like, yeah, you're not getting enough calories um, in your day. So if you can add in breakfast, that would be great because I was intermittent fasting at the time. So again, not necessarily jumping into things, but just slowing it down, watching what's happening and then go, okay, I can move from this space. And this is what I'm going to encourage you to do is to just have a look at one area of your life. Don't try to change everything and don't try to um, push it onto anybody. That's been one of the big things for me this year is that this is my journey and it has nothing to do with Chris or Teddy. They may get the benefits or they may be able to tap into some of the things that I've been doing. Um, but they don't necessarily have to. And then they, how to, like, it's been that whole, how do I integrate my changes of going gluten free and dairy free into what we do here at home? And there's always some dance. There's always a bit of a dance in there. Um, but there's always this whole, you know, like eating gluten free and dairy free is actually been quite easy when we eat dinners together. It's actually, we eat different breakfasts right? I make lunches and if Chris is here, he'll have it. And there's no gluten or dairy in any of that sort of stuff. So it's actually been really easy to do, um, much easier than I thought. The challenge that we had was around uh, pizzas on a Saturday night because I needed to get a gluten-free pizza base. But then when I had a 
whinge in a in a, in a group that I'm, I'm in. Um, one of the ladies just popped up and she went, this is the base that you need to get. And I went and I did it, I bought it and it's been amazing ever since. So sometimes letting out our frustrations really helps us move forward and the right people are in the room to help us most of the time. So just seeing that and being able to play with that um, has been I'm really grateful for it. So <clears throat> coming back to the, here's the one problem that I've got to solve or I'm choosing to solve because I still want to have pizzas with my family on Saturday night. We bought a wood-fired pizza last year, um, pizza oven, so I still want to be able to have that time and then finding a base that worked, then finding a cheese that worked as well because being dairy-free, um, fortunately I can have lactose-free cheese. Uh, and so because... Dairy causes inflammation in my body, um, but lactose-free cheese is okay. So, again, it's not something that I want to have all the time because it still has dairy in it, but once a week, like, can we live some life? Yes, absolutely. So coming back in and just experimenting and making those small changes um, creates a really um, impactful, excuse me, impactful, dis, dis, um, impactful um what's the word that I'm thinking of? It was there before, but has a massive impact on our lives. And that's the beauty of, of, you know, trying these sorts of things out. And like, as I'm heading into 48, (laughs) I can't believe that I'm nearly there. Um, I'll be there this Friday, which is exciting. But as I head into 48, I'm like, if this is life, I'm really excited about it. And I've been pretty excited about it throughout my whole 40s, which is really cool. So I think that, you know, that adds into another layer of who are we? What do we want to do? How are we feeling in our body? Um, I'm feeling really good and I actually feel like a 20 year old in my body sometimes. Sometimes I don't, trust me. There are, there are points where I don't, but I feel, I feel really good in myself and I feel really good in my mind as well. So it's, it's that whole, um, holistic approach to my body on top of that. And that really has come through me slowing down. I couldn't have kept the pace that I was at. Well, I could, but I'd probably be exhausted, right? Um, and I'd be out of alignment and I'd be unhappy and I'd kind of be back in that postnatal depression phase effectively, like what am I doing, where am I going, how, how did I get here? And you can always look back and see that I got here, wherever here is, by the choices I've made. But this slowdown, when we bring that into our lives, when we take that opportunity to just watch what's going on, not doing anything, creating that awareness and going, oh, that's really interesting. Like even down to I was, um, I had some Doritos on the weekend and it's the second time in the last eight months that I've had it and it's been recently for both of them. And they used to be a staple for me, like on a Saturday or like on a weekend, I'd have some Doritos. They were amazing. Um, and I still have like a relationship like in my mind about how amazing they are. But I just watch myself eat them. And this is how simple it can be, just watching yourself before you go and pick up that packet and then watching while you're eating it and go, what am I actually looking for? And pulling out that whole what am I looking for, having a look at, like, why am I eating this? What am I looking for? And then going, do you know what? I can do better for my body. I can create more energy in my body. And this food 
which albeit has been amazing for a long period of my life, is now not what I identify with. And so what do I identify with? Let's go and get those grapes that I bought earlier because they're amazing too. And I really want to, you know, munch onto those. And that's exactly what I did. I put the Doritos away um, after only having a couple and then um, got the grapes out and ate those. And they were beautiful. And I'm in Queensland, so the chance of having grapes up here is a lot higher than um, being down south, but that's okay. And I know that the fact that I'm eating grapes in, well, then May, um, is it then May? Maybe it was June, um, is just blows my mind because that was a summer fruit down in Canberra. So this is what I'm encouraging you to do. Find that slowdown. Find that thing that you want to slow down in. Experiment with the slowdown. I've talked about experimenting all the time. Just try and do a two-week experiment around that thing. One of my experiments was around water. One of my experiments, like drinking more water and just increasing that over a period of time. One of my experiments was around doing um, breakfast, having breakfast every day. And I challenged myself to have a different breakfast every day, like who does that? <laughs> um, and to be honest, uh, all I did was change up the what was the ingredients of the chia puddings at the time. So, you know, it wasn't super different, i.e. you could have oats and then just change the topping. That could be something that you do. Um, so, and then challenging myself to exercise five times a week. Um, and that came off the back of a conversation with my nutritionist. Like, how often would you like to exercise? What sort of things would you like to do? What sort of challenges can you face? These are the conversations that I, one, have with other people, but I also have with myself. What are the challenges that I could face by trying this experiment and set up some strategies based on those challenges? So turn a challenge into a strategy. Oh, I'm drinking more water. Uh, we go traveling. Okay. I know that when I travel, I drink way less water than when I'm at home. Okay. So what could I do? Make sure I'm close to toilets. Make sure I identify where the toilets are so that I can go quickly because I'm drinking more water while I'm away and make sure I've got that water bottle filled up all the time. And so being disciplined about that. So that helps you create those strategies, right? Just you got that challenge of I'm, I'm away. I just don't drink as much water as I usually do, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make sure I find the toilets. I'm going to make sure that I've got my water bottle filled up all the time and I'm going to do that from a place of, yes, <laughs> I do need this. Yes, I'm on a plane. They offer me water. Yes, please. I'd like that. Thank you. Instead of saying no, because I've got a full water bottle, but you know that you're going to drink some of that water on the plane, then you can top up with the water bottle that they've given you. So playing around with that is really important. And that's all about the awareness and that slow down and just coming back into yourself. And when you've done it in one area of your life or one component of your life, let's be honest, um, water is about nutrition. It's not about, um, it's, and it's one part of nutrition. So finding that and then going, okay, what's the next thing that I want to do? And it may not be in the nutrition space. It may be in the workspace. You may want to make sure that um, you set up a call with your, your manager and you have that time with them once a week and that you check in and that you have an agenda for each call or check in that you have with them um, and that that's important for you and you experiment with that. And maybe because it's once a week, you want to do that 
um, experiment over four weeks. You want to see how you can learn and grow through that. And then how do you maintain that and keep that going forward? And if you maintain that, or maybe you go from weekly to fortnightly because you've figured that out through that four, the four week experiment. This is the awareness. It's such a simple thing that we can do and it's part of that slowdown. So in building your soul life and through this soul life conversation, start with slowing down, even though it feels counterintuitive, even though your brain's going to say, no, 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 we have to keep going, we have to keep doing. But you can find the slowdown in any situation. I like to come back to my breath. That is something that always slows me down and brings me into the present moment. And it gives me the realization that I do not have to do anything in that moment. I can just be. So how can you just be? How can you come into this slowdown moment? What does it mean for you to come into this slowdown moment and to support yourself? Okay, I think that's enough for today. I think you get the message. <laughs> I've certainly got the message for myself and I'm actively doing it at the moment through um, working on particular areas of my life at the moment. So, you know, this is not a one and done like anything. This is something that I repeat over and over. And sometimes it hits me in the face rather than me actually going to it and saying, now I'm going to consciously slow down in this area. I can just feel that misalignment come in and that's when I go and go or something's happening and I'm like oh I'm out of alignment why is that what's going on and so creating that conscious space um, is really good and beneficial for me so creating that slowdown creating that awareness and that's where I start to change things and you can too this is all it takes. It doesn't mean that anything, there's, an, there's a problem. Your brain's probably going to tell you that there's a problem. There's no problem here. It's just an opportunity to change and grow. And that's the beauty of the slowdown. Okay. So take this into your life, apply it into your life. Let me know how you're playing around with it, what's coming up for you um, and where you'd like to play around with it. And remember, just pick something small, something just, you know, something so small that you probably kind of go it won't make it really won't matter it won't make any difference your brain will tell you that but it actually will make a huge difference and so it will then allow you to put building blocks on top of each other so you'll start with this small almost <laughs> insignificant little block or rock and then you'll go oh I can make that change and I can make that change afterwards but let's just start with one make it small and move from there so thank you so much for joining me today. This has been a great conversation to have and it's been beautiful to start talking about these tools that we can use as part of creating our soul life. And if this episode resonated with you, please share it with someone that you love and that you know it will resonate with you. Come over to my.soul.life.podcast on Instagram and share with me what you're doing. Hit me up in the DMs. I love um, hearing about what you're, what's happening and what's changing and what's shifting. Just because you're listening to this podcast, it doesn't mean that you're actually following exactly what I say. You're finding your own path. And that to me is so important. You have, um, you know yourself better than anybody else. And it's building that self-belief and that self-efficacy that helps us move forward. So thank you again. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye.